Hey everyone, so recently I had an episode where I talk about how my wife and I bought and then renovated a home and we created a budget template to track costs and hopefully limit our spending and stick to the plan as much as possible. So with that, I put out a budget template that you can go and get and that was our most downloaded freebie from the Career Yak show thus far. So I'll put a link again in the show notes. Go check that out if you have any type of projects or you're renovating a house or you're doing even a smaller project and you have to see what it's going to cost and then track costs throughout so that hopefully you don't overspend go check that out super helpful just wanted to remind everyone of that and thanks for listening enjoy the show the folks at UA Fastify will come across and be a part of that implementation phase when I jumped at that opportunity obviously a great chance to go and you know, see what was being done at, at some of the biggest clubs in the world and across some of the major national associations. And that was an incredible experience. You know, I got to go to clubs like Real Madrid, Manchester City, Salzburg. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Career Yak podcast, a show where we seek to learn what jobs, industries, and career paths are out there today and learn valuable lessons along the way. I'm your host, Christopher Goodwillie, and on today's show, we have Porg Smith. He is the executive VP and GM of the professional soccer team, the Colorado Rapids, who play in the Denver, Colorado area. They are my favorite soccer team. I'm a huge soccer fan and have been to a number of their games while we used to live out in the Denver area. And so it's a little bit of a dream interview for me to be able to talk to Porg and pick his brain more on the Rapids as an organization, his role, and then just working in the sports world in general. It's a great chat. I hope you enjoy it. And don't forget to, if you like what you hear, join our email list. There's a link in the show notes if you want to stay up to date with all we have to offer here at Career Yak. Without further ado, here's my chat with Porg Smith. Well, again, uh, Porg, I don't know if you remember me, but I uh, I actually refed a game of yours at Foothills Sports Arena in Lakewood. <laughs> that was probably not not a pleasurable experience. To yeah. be honest. You know what? You were pretty intense, I'll be honest. But uh, <laughs> we, I think, uh, one of the times I was in AR, uh, you you and I chatted up on the sidelines a bit. So I was, it was that was a good experience. <laughs> good. But, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. So real quick, if we, we just kind of want to jump into it, um, give us kind of an overview of uh, your role and what you do today. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, no, no day is the same, um, to be perfectly honest. So it, it's always always interesting um from, from that perspective in, in terms of an overview obviously i've been at the club now for this is going into my ninth year and started off as the the sporting director and from from uefa and that was really focused uh on, on kind of helping the club kind of revamp things from an, an analytical perspective and a scouting perspective and just looking at at how we were doing things in in those areas obviously paul bravo was here as technical director tim hinchy uh, was was here as president, so came in in, in fifteen, and and it was you know a little bit all, all over the place at, at that point in time. Um, 
you know, the, the club was really well structured, I would say, on the business side and, and a little bit less so on the on the soccer side. But with a lot of good people trying to do a lot of good work and, and had tremendous success in, in 2016. Uh, I was fortunate kind of going into the, the 2000 and, or coming towards the end of 2017, a few people had left the organization and got the opportunity to take over as the, the interim general manager at that point in time. And that was made kind of permanent in 2018 when, when I also kind of took up Tim's responsibilities as well when he left for U.S. Swimming. So there was uh, a, a lot on the go. It's always uh, always entertaining, I would say. And, and I think that that is one of the great things about the job is that is that it's always changing. Um, but from our perspective at the club now, I think we're we're very clearly focused on what, what we want to do, which is to become the heartbeat of sport in the state of Colorado. And yeah, it's it's hard to really say what what any any one day could be. Uh, there's plenty of meetings. Obviously, I've come straight off an MLS committee call now, and I'm going into another call looking at, at some of our facilities. So, always entertaining, always lots to do, and yeah, just an incredible opportunity and incredible experience. No, that's awesome. I remember. So, I don't live in Colorado anymore, but um, we lived there for about four years, and we've gone to multiple games. I actually, they came. I live in New England now, and they came out and played the Revs. And we went um, last year to see them play, so it was pretty cool to to see them on a different in a different environment. So yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, love. It's funny. I I talk to other soccer people. They're like, "Oh, what Premier League team do you follow?" And I'm like, "You know, really, my favorite soccer team is the Rapids." So that's, yeah, that's I my like team. It. I like it. That's my team. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, uh, no, that's super interesting. I'm sure it varies day to day, like you said. So can you give us kind of a high level of how you even got into this space and kind of where your career path took you to get to where you are today? Yeah, I mean, I started off, I guess, from a career perspective. After leaving university, I went into an international accountancy and auditing firm. So that was a great footing, a great foundation, but, but my heart certainly lay in sports, and that's what I wanted to do was to transition over into sports I got the opportunity to join the Football Association of Ireland in, in 2007, um, you know, in a, a really interesting role, uh, going in and, and trying to help uh, from a strategic perspective, help the, the clubs in Ireland grow and help them, you know, ultimately become a little bit more fiscally responsible. So that, that was a, a wonderful opportunity. I worked you know, side by side with Noel Mooney, who's now the CEO of the Welsh FA, um, and, and we really went around a lot of the clubs uh, and, and just, you know, help them with their own structure, help them understand how best to, to kind of position themselves for their, for their own growth while at the same time ensuring that there was, you know, compliance with the necessary regulations. I was very fortunate at the time to, uh, to work alongside a lady called Helen Raftery, who was the director of strategy at the time. And, and she was probably my first real mentor in sports and, you know, really helped me understand how you go about building a solid sporting organization? How can you be real partners in the community, real leaders in the community and have a good community initiative plan? You know, how can you have good youth development and how can you build infrastructure? And those three kind of areas have, have stayed with me through the course of my career and remain fundamentally important, in my opinion, to how you how you build and grow, grow any club. And my time in the FAI uh, kind of saw me join one of the UEFA committees, uh, so the committee that was that was looking at the introduction of financial fair play at the time, um, I sat on that for, for a period of time and 
as financial fair play regulations were coming into play, the folks at UA Fastify would come across and be a part of that implementation phase. And I jumped at that opportunity, obviously a great chance to go and, you know, see what was being done at, at some of the biggest clubs in the world and across some of the major national associations. And that was an incredible experience. You know, I got to go to clubs like Real Madrid, Manchester City, Salzburg, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, you know, really traveled the length and breadth of Europe and got to see how clubs were structured and really a great foundation piece for me and and gave me the opportunity to kind of build out my own thoughts around how things could be done, taking, you know, the best practices from some of these clubs. Got involved in the analytics side of things. I was a big baseball fan. I haven't been over in in Cape Cod in, in kind of 1999. Got into baseball there. The only way to follow baseball back in Ireland then was via analytics and box scores and got a little bit deeper into the sabermetrics community in baseball and and start to look at how that could be applied to to, to soccer. Uh, and that led me to kind of building a, a very, what is now quite clearly a very rudimentary model. There wasn't a lot of data available at the time, but certainly piqued my interest in that area. And I'm going to use that to, to kind of analyze how teams were performing, most notably in the area of uh, value acquisitions. And I'd, I'd known Tim Hinchy for quite some time at that point, and he invited me over to kind of look at a couple of things at the Rapids and, and uh, begin what has been an incredible journey with the, the Rapids over the last eight, eight, nine years. I I mean, one of the reasons I love soccer is like, because it is such a global sport. Obviously, you've been in Europe, you're from Ireland, you now come to the US and uh, looking at, I follow you guys on social media, things like that. And it's just like, not only can you do like a trade for, you know, someone in the in the league, you know, do swaps within teams in, in the league but then get someone from wolves like you guys did recently so what what's kind of some of the biggest challenges as far as your role in when you have kind of the world to offer you resources how do you kind of manage that you know i very much see my role as being you know getting good people in positions to run their various areas and I'm just providing them with as much support as as i can and I think we're very, very fortunate at the Rapids that we have an incredibly talented staff, you know, who really go about their business at the top level. And that's something that I'm incredibly grateful for. And making sure that I am supporting them is, is critical uh, to that. I said, if, if you've got a clear vision for the organization, if everybody knows what they're trying to achieve and knows how, how their role fits into it, then you can achieve pretty remarkable things. And, and I think that's where we're, we're in a good spot. It, it doesn't always go smoothly. You have to course correct at times. But I think everyone within the organization knows what our aims are. They know what we're try, trying to achieve. And they know how we want to go about doing things. You know, They know the value structure and the value system that we have at the organization. And that, that to me, is fundamental here. You know, If everybody understands what the goals are and everybody understands how they fit into it, you know, you're looking for consensus. You're looking to have a clear idea of, of what's needed both on and off the field. And then you want to go and execute against that. And, and that's really the, the way we tackle the challenges here. You know, we don't look at things in the short term. We like to take a long-term approach. We like to take a value-centric approach to things. And we like to build. You know, we're, we're not going to go out there and, you know, just bring in a splashy a splashy kind of figure or a splashy player. Um, you know, just for the sake of it, we're going to go about building our club in a long-term sustainable fashion that's going to enable us to compete year in year out. Now, how do you, 
manage the ups and downs as well. I mean, this is kind of a, I guess, a piggyback of what you just explained. But, you know, so a couple of years ago, you're the number one seed in the Western Conference. Um, you know, best regular season, I believe, in Rapids history. Then last year's kind of disappointment and kind of the roller coaster of sports. Obviously, it's such a results oriented game. Um, what's like the messaging in the organization behind, you know, a back to back years that are so different? Yeah, we keep going, we keep growing. That's that's the very simple message at this point in time. Like, we do take a long term approach to these things and you know the the success of 2021 wasn't built in 2021 sure the vast majority of those players were acquired back in in 2018 you know mm-hmm. brought in jack price and danny wilson diego rubio keegan rosenberry um you know Kel costa we brought in nico mosquita and then added a little bit in 19 with the likes of shinshiki and brian galvan coming in so that team was built over a number of years and what we saw last year, I think, was, you know, you lose Brian Galvan, you lose Abubakar Keita to season-ending injuries before a ball has been kicked. Yeah. You know, our team team captain and, you know, our team MVP for the last four years, Jack Price, I think he only started 14 games and only appeared in 16, so didn't even play in 50% of the games. Mm-hmm. You know, we lost Ollie Laraz as well, who may not be as well-known to folks, but who was a a key piece of maintaining a really strong culture and a strong training environment. We don't, we don't really, we don't allow the ups and downs to deter us from what we're trying to build long term. So, you know, from 2019 through to the end of 22, even including last year's tough year, we've still had incredible success over that, that period of time. And, and have been right up there at the very, at the very top echelons of, of teams in MLS when it comes to points per game. And that's kind of the way, the way we tackle it. So, we want to make sure that we are building a sustainable club that's going to be a perennial uh, playoff team that's going to put itself in a position to win to win titles. So very excited about, about next year, excited about the players who have come back from injury, you know, the likes of Cole Bassett who's coming back from his year in, in Europe and excited about some of the additions that we've been able to make in the off-season as well. So I think you you've, you've always want to be competitive year in and year out, but you always want to do that in a way that that competitiveness can be built in a sustainable fashion. Yeah, I think that's a good lesson for any organization. Um, I, I mean, I work in sales and it's always like, a, you know, what have you done for me lately kind of mentality. So you want to be in the right organization that's going to plan for the long term. So I think that's great, great feedback. And uh, I'm excited to have Cole Bassett back as well. That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I remember I saw, I was at the game, I think he was like 16, and where he scored his first goal. So that, Dallas, yeah. FC Dallas at home, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my claim to fame. I think, uh, I think like Tim Howard gave him a big hug or something. So it was, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was a great, great experience. But uh, I know we're coming up on time here. Um, just kind of uh, wanted to wrap it up and, what parting piece of career advice would you give to someone today, you know, whether they're in the sports world or not, you know, something similar or different that's, you know, looking for either to get started in their career or looking for next steps and to make a change? I think when it comes to, to kind of my role, and, and I'm sure I don't always practice this, but it, it, it's a nice reminder even for me today, like, is, you know, just surround yourself with good people. You know, surrounding yourself with good people and, and listening to those people is, is always critical. And, you know, we can always learn. We can always take things on board. So always being aware of the expertise that's around you 
and making sure that uh, making sure that you can harness all of that expertise for the overall organization to make uh, fortune is a real positive. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about what it's like to work for and lead a professional sports team. Of course, go Rapids this year. The season here starts up pretty soon and so we're releasing this just on time. You can obviously check the Rapids out online at coloradorapids.com and if you want to stay up to date with the show, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. There is a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Hey everyone, one way you can support the show is by checking out our new affiliate partner, Lone Birch Company, based out of New Hampshire, where I am as well. Uh, Their owner and founder, Jarek, actually did an interview with me. His episode may or may not be out, depending on when you're listening to this, but go check them out and use the coupon code CAREER for 10% off. They make wood, uh, handmade wood products for your desk or office setting. Um, So check them out, super high quality stuff. And it'll help Jarek's business and the show. Thanks.